0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Collective. My name is LaRon Henderson. I am the Program Quality Director at Collective for Youth in Omaha, Nebraska. I'm so happy to be with you for the next few minutes, just to talk to you uh, about a topic titled When All the Smoke Clears. Now, before before I get into that, if you wanna know more about Collective for Youth here in Omaha, Nebraska, you can visit our website at www.collectiveforyouth.org, the four is f o r youth.org. So, want to talk to you just for a few minutes about a topic titled "When All the Smoke Clears." Now, each week, I'm going to do my best to tell you a little bit about myself or whoever I'm talking with. Give a little quick introduction. But for those of the those for those of you who don't know me, um, I. I'm a sports guy. I love fitness, have a degree in exercise science, and I love the way the body moves. And I've been that way for, I don't know, my whole life. And my ability to play sports and my athletic ability earned me a scholarship to play football in college. And I was always fascinated throughout my career in college and high school, when they would introduce me they would introduce me, uh, and I would come out, and introductions, period. And I have this vision, I had this vision when I was co- in college, we used to do it, but you're getting introduced, just let me let me do it like this. If you could close your eyes for just a second and think of the last sporting event that you've watched. Think about the beginning of the game, and think about the introductions. The Super Bowl's getting ready to come up uh, in a few weeks, and Think about when they're announcing the players and there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of smoke. There's a lot of attention. Everybody's rah-rah, giving high fives, doing their dances, all these different things, different handshakes, all these different things. Smoke is everywhere. And boom, the gun goes off. The whistle is blown, the kickoff, the jump ball, the, the, the starting gun, whatever whatever works. But when all the smoke clears... Now you really get to see who's doing what. You get to see if they've prepared. You get to see if they're really really up to the hype. You get to see what they did to prepare for this game after all this show that went on, what's going to happen. So today, I just want to talk to you about my preparation process uh, or things that I've learned from other folks, how they prepare, because... Believe it or not, in the after-school world, in the world that we live in, we have been in some smoke over the last few years. Ever since, I want to say 2019, 2020, somewhere around there, when we found out that there was really going to be a pandemic and nothing was going to change, the smoke started filling the rooms. The smoke started filling our, our, our heads. The smoke started filling media, all these different things. And so I would say... And my mentality was, there's smoke, so what can I do to prepare myself and what can I do to prepare others so when the smoke clears, we can be doing something? Now, I'm not going to talk much about those folks and you may be on the call and you may be thinking, Leron, I saw the smoke. Uh, I've been seeing the smoke for a long time, but I chose to use the smoke that I saw as a time to rest, to recover, to really get into the mindset, well, I can just take it easy. I've been grinding for a long time. I can just take it easy for the next few years or however long, and when it comes back, when all the smoke clears, I'm going to be better and I can really start all over again. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Many people needed a vacation. They needed to do, they needed to take some time off. They used this smoke to Find out what their real purpose was, or find out what they really wanted to do, or start their own business, or read. Well, they they started, they did something. But I'm talking to those, and I want to encourage those that there may be smoke in your life, or there may be smoke in your organization, or you may believe in the smoke that this pandemic is going to stay forever. In the after-school world, we know, in most parts of the country, the pandemic happened and schools shut down. So we had to shift or we had to pivot, depending on what words you wanna use. And we had to do things uh, virtually. And that was different because many of our personalities were we need to be in front of the kids, but we hadn't done anything as it pertained to virtually forever. We didn't know how to engage kids because, because we were used to our personality making room for us in a classroom where kids would like us. And we couldn't touch them. We couldn't be around them. So we didn't know what was going to happen when we, uh, when we got back. So virtual happened, all these different things. And we had to pull out of ourselves some things that we didn't know that were there. We had to learn some things. We had to learn how to get on Zoom or Teams or whatever it was. We had to learn how to engage kids as it pertained to our activities. We couldn't just go in with some bells and whistles, but now we really had to teach and we had to compete against some things some distractions that weren't there. When they were in our presence, they may have been distracted by a phone or a friend or whatever, but when they're in the comfort of their own home and we have to talk to them about, I don't know, we had to talk to them about the subject that we wanted to talk to them about and they had a video game or they had headphones on or they had a friend over, they had something in their house that was, the television was on, they had something in their house that was more attractive than what we were talking, now we have some smoke. So. I'm going to give you just a few tips. So when the smoke clears as there's smoke, it's never about the smoke because we know, uh, you know, that old saying, when we see smoke, there's fire. A lot of times in the afterschool world and a lot of times in our preparation, when we see smoke, that's all it is, is smoke. <laughs> and, and the smoke is real. So the first thing I'm going to tell you, as I was preparing, as I was preparing and When the smoke wasn't there, my preparation process was pretty simple. The first thing I had to do, I had to remember my purpose. Remember my why. Remember why I'm doing what I'm doing. And many times purpose has nothing to do with the game, but it's really about the outcome. Many times we talk about, well, my purpose is pretty simple. Challenge, connect, incite others to know the truth, to know the truth, and then help them reach their full potential in life. My main purpose in life is to be able to say yes. My main desire in life is to be able to say yes to the people that I love. I call that the Henderson Nation, the people that I love. So as I challenge on a daily basis, as I connect on a daily basis, as I incite others to know the truth, now I'm able to say yes to what I'm supposed to do. That's my purpose. That's why I'm here, that's what I do. How I do that is going to be different. How I do that, I can challenge Connect in Sight by teaching. I can challenge Connect in Sight by training. I can challenge Connect in by being a part of a committee and challenging the system or challenging a process. But I have to understand every time I'm preparing what I'm doing. My dad used to tell me early on, he said, Laurent, if you do not understand The purpose of a thing. If you don't understand the purpose of why you're doing something, don't do it. And I may be telling you that today. It's in my words today. If you don't understand the purpose of why first. Now, once you understand the purpose of why, everything changes. Because once you understand the purpose. here's, Here's another way to say it. When you don't understand purpose. When you don't understand the why you will abuse what you're doing. Let that sink in for a little bit. When you don't understand the purpose and you're just doing things for whatever, you will abuse what you're doing. You don't have to agree with me, but I've seen it in my life. Another, Dr. Miles Monroe says it like this, where purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. Where purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. And so what more, what's more important than understanding your vision, your purpose for you doing what you're doing? As I was playing football, I knew knew my purpose was I needed to get on the field to be able to run the ball, to be able to withstand hits, to be able to withstand whatever it was, and my body needed to be prepared to do this. So there were things that I had to do. I had to get up and I had to run and I had to uh, do some resistance training. I had to do all those things. As, I, as I've gotten older, I understand my purpose, but now I understand why I go to work every day. I don't go to work just to get a paycheck. I don't go to work just to make people happy. I go because I'm going to challenge, but I have to make that decision first. Challenge, connect, insight. The truth, everyone has a truth. You have your own truth so understand understand the purpose first the second thing you have to have a vision vision many times the only vision that we have the only vision that we have is somebody else's vision so i understand purpose now i have to understand my vision what is it that i want to get out of this particular thing that i'm doing Prepar-pe- my preparation is going to it has to met my, match my vision And if you're the only one that can see yourself doing what you do in the situation that you're in, that's your vision. I understand purpose. I understand purpose. Purpose has nothing to do with the job. Your vision now is really, you're getting a little bit deeper into the why of why you're doing it. The vision. Here's what I see. This is going to be a long-term thing, not a short-term thing. I can see why. My vision. The third thing is Understanding your assignment. I do believe firmly that everybody, everybody, everybody has an assignment that they need to fulfill. The Creator gave us an assignment to do while we were here, and the quicker that we can figure that out, the better off we're going to be as we prepare. So I can prepare better when I understand purpose, I have vision, and I understand my assignment. I, I hope that makes sense because your assignment, your assignment is not a job. You have to understand why you're assigned to a particular agency and you have to understand that assignment has a time limit because if you don't do what you're supposed to do with your assignment, somebody else is gonna come along and take that idea. All throughout history, all throughout history people have started something, and they said, this is my assignment. And if they didn't finish, somebody else was going to come along and they were going to do a better job or, or fulfill that job. There's always, the, 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 the rough thing is, you are always, there's always a way or somebody who wants to take what you're doing and do it for themselves. But only your assignment is unique to you. Number four. Number four, the fourth thing is, in my preparation, I had to destroy all ignorance, all ignorance. Now, believe it or not, we are all ignorant of something. We're all ignorant of something. We don't know everything. I know I have said on several occasions that I am an expert in youth development, but I don't know everything. I'm an expert at being a dad to my kids, but I don't know everything. I'm an expert at the things that I do, but I don't know everything. And so those things that I don't know, I'm ignorant about. And so what am I going to do to take a realistic look at myself in the mirror and destroy my ignorance? Is it reading a book? Is it watching a movie? Is it getting a mentor? Is it finding the skills, taking a, a gifts assessment or some type of something where you know more about yourself, more about yourself than you know about somebody else? Because we're very good <laughs> We're very good at telling people what to do, how to do it, when to do it, which way to do it, all those different things. But do we know ourselves well? And in my preparation, I had to destroy my ignorance because there were some things that were going to hinder me from getting to where I needed to be to fulfill my assignment. If I did not destroy those things, I hope that makes sense. I really hope that makes sense because I think many things in our life and in our world are Because of ignorance, because of something that you don't know, now you have a narrative, you create a narrative that you think is true, and boom, now you have this philosophy of how things are, who people are, all these different things. When it comes to preparation, I got to find out everything that I need to know about my opponent. I got to find out everything uh, that I need to know to prepare to be successful about that. So the fifth thing, once I once I once I've understand my purpose, once I create that vision, I understand the assignment and I've destroyed ignorance. Now comes the work. Now I have those four things in place. Now the work comes in discipline, self-discipline. If I don't have self-discipline in my preparation process, when all the smoke clears, I'm not going to be ready. So self-discipline, let me give you a definition for self-discipline, okay? Self-discipline, here's the definition. You can write it down, you can, you, can, you can keep it for yourself. Self-discipline, a self-imposed standard or restriction motivated by a desire greater than the alternatives. Let me say that again so that you can hear it. Self-discipline is a self-imposed standard or restriction. That means you are putting something on yourself to do something better. A self-imposed standard, I'm going to wake up early, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to read a book, I'm going to take some time to be thoughtful or mindful. A self-imposed standard or restriction. I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to eat this, I'm not going to go here. Standard or restriction, motivated by a desire Now, I told you my desire earlier, but when you're thinking about preparation, nobody goes into preparation. Nobody goes into doing something because they think they're going to fail. So self-discipline is a self-imposed standard or restriction. Motivated. Motivated. That means there are many people that can inspire you, but motivation has to come from within. I can't motivate you to get out of bed. I can't motivate you to eat right. I can't motivate you to be a better person. I can't motivate you to prepare for uh, your program better. I can't motivate you to make sure that you make the phone calls home and you build the relationships with your school the way that you need to. I can't motivate you, I can inspire you, but I can't motivate you because that's internal. And I think many times we get confused with what's what the difference between motivation and inspiration, motivation and inspiration. Motivation is internal. Inspiration is external. So a self-imposed standard or restriction motivated by a desire greater than alternatives. If you don't want to lose the game and you don't want to, whatever it is, you don't want to fail when kids show up, now you have to have that self-motivation. After we've had that self-motivation now, After we've had that self-motivation, now, number six is gratitude. Do we have the ability to take everything that we're doing and show gratitude to those people that love us, that helped us, that got us to where we are? Because if we don't show gratitude, now winning or losing, now we're stuck. So when all the smoke clears, if I understand purpose, if I have a vision, if I understand my assignment, if I'm, a, if I'm able to destroy my ignorance and have self-discipline, now I can, I can say thank you to the creator. I can say thank you to those people that have been around me, that have helped me. And I can make better decisions and better, it feels better when all the smoke clears now I'm ready. So what are you gonna do? Are you going to make sure that you are prepared when all the smoke clears so you don't look like boo-boo the fool, you don't feel like boo-boo the fool, and you are doing something that you love to do. My name is Leron Henderson. This is this, w- this week's episode of The Collective. Remember, without you, The Collective is incomplete.